0: Welcome to another weekend review. We're footy with Trudy. March day 15 has come and gone. A lot of stuff happened to this, patch, this past match day. <sighs> Where do we start? I'm here today with Amino. Very, very good weekend for Manchester United. Uh, the Ralph era has begun, but we have to start with how the weekend started with a wonderful, wonderful loss from Chelsea. Unfortunately, our pundit uh, skip isn't here with us today i don't know where he's is is hiding is that how
1: we usually start i thought we always check up on one of your favorite guys up in Who's this? syria i forgot I've... Oh, yeah, i one, on yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: oh, him, oh the great one Mourinho. yeah 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 oh the great one unfortunately how we have to switch gears to uh syria for a second unfortunately Mourinho lost his uh his match with uh napoli right was it napoli no it was interland Inter. Yeah, in how timeline. many? How many? One? In it was timeline. just a one zero goal, right? Like, a one
1: zero goal, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go. Okay, gonna can gonna be more than 2-0. it can't be more than two zero. It can not be more than two zero for sure. It was three
0: sure. zero in the first half, Unfortunately, unfortunately. Wow. Unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunate. But you know after the second half talk, he got everybody's head straight, and you know he sort of him out. zero goals, yeah. <laughs> he sort of him out. Hey, you know what? You know the the old saying: you just have to win or draw the second half, and that's what he did. And you know, you can't do it. You can't change the past, right? So after you get the three, the three goals, <laughs> you can't change the past. <laughs> no, oh he's God. on for top four. He's on for top four. Don't worry about it. Don't Not worry about long. Mourinho. He's on for top four and his second season syndrome will kick in. He's going to win something in the second season with them. Just mark my words. This is a this is one this 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 one has past predictions. This is like 2 years in advance predictions. And you guys are going to be apologizing to me. All right, let's switch gears back to the Premier League. Um mm-hmm. huh. West Ham versus Chelsea. Funniest penalty I've seen in a long, long, long time. What did you think about
1: that game? Uh, that game was actually hilarious. There were a couple of games <laughs> this, this match day that there were some shocking misses, and there were some shocking goals and shocking penalties. And, and this was a pure disaster class by <laughs> Mendy and Ballon d'Or snob Jorginho. And I'm sure after seeing that, Skip decided to skip the match <laughs> review. I think, you know, Jorginho oh was goodness. just feeling, you know, salty about not winning the Ballon D'Or. So, he, he just had a disaster class. But after he he passed back to Mendy, a four-back pass, like, Mendy still had time to clear that. So...
0: That's, that's I what I was going to say. I don't know we're what gonna he talk was about the two, We're going to talk about the two goals. The winning goal and the, penalty, the, one, the goal that led to the penalty. I, don't th- I think Jorginho was ch- kind of being humble and taking the blame for this. It was a back pass straight to the keeper. He got the ball. He he held the ball too long and it took it firm him. And he fouled. You know what I mean? How is that Jorginho's he have, fault?
1: He should have cleared it one time. It was a yeah, Mendy could have obviously cleared it one time. And when mm-hmm. he didn't do that, and he started doing it in Maguire and trying to have too many touches in the ball, I was like, <laughs> what's going on here? And then he now breaks down... <laughs> <laughs> uh, the West Ham player, I was like, wow, this this is hilarious. I, that was arguably Mendy's worst game in HLC Chelsea shirt. And obviously, Skip is not here to tell us about any other bad games he's had. But, you know, that's the worst I've seen him at.
0: I think throughout their season, they've considered seven goals, three of which were in that game. So he's had, he's not, I don't think he's had a bad day as, as bad as this past weekday. And Mm -hmm. match day. I want to get your opinion on the winning goal. Do you think he meant it? Was that a cross? Or did he aim? Do you think he meant it, basically?
1: Uh, It's it's a tough one. I'm going to say it was a cross. And... I don't even know. It seemed like it even had like a deflection on it, too. So it didn't. Not, they, it did look, it?
0: they looked at it. Yeah, it didn't. It,
1: it looked kind of weird. So I can see yeah. why Mendy was confused. Like, ah, is changing it changed in the air. Is it, <laughs> wait, where is this bug? <laughs> but the way Ooh. Mendy um, tried to save it, too, was just so, like, was that a wrong goal? <laughs>
0: That's the kind of thing that happens in you, FIFA. You want to break your pad. The keeper punches it into the net. You're like, Yeah, that was hilarious
1: too. The way Mendy tried to stop that. So, I don't know. That should have been an own goal. Uh, but I would say, I think it was a cross. Uh, But, you know, if he meant it, sure.
0: I think the way he celebrated, I think he meant it. He wasn't shocked when it if
1: happened. He, people celebrate you know no matter I mean? what. When you cross, No, Arigose no, no. No, when you... no.
0: no but when you celebrate, like, you know what I mean? Like, Fred's, Fred's celebration looked like he was shocked. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it was a proper shot. He was just shocked that he actually... With his
0: weaker foot? He yeah. was just like, let me just take this. And i like, oh, it worked. But anyway, um, yeah, Chelsea but, drop points. Gone.
1: Yeah, drop points for Chelsea. Another masterclass by David Moyes. I think he's really found his balance uh, and his footing in a team like West Ham. Uh, a game of two halves. Obviously, Chelsea mm-hmm. much better in the first half, but I don't know what noise told them at halftime, and when they came out, you know, they put in a much better performance to upset Chelsea, if we can even call it that. Uh, but definitely good uh, points won by West Ham.
0: I have to say this uh, last word on this game. I have to say this because you know this podcast was just was inspired to start in defense of Ole. Ole is the only one that's beats uh, Moez from the top four, right? Because he beat Pep, he beat Klopp, now he's beat Chelsea. Ole Western beat, beat you know. City? Um, In the Carabao Cup, yeah.
1: Oh, okay. So they haven't seen them. Yeah. Oh, Pep will have something for them soon. <laughs> <laughs> they they're,
0: they're, they're removed them from the Carabao Cup for the first time yeah. in four seasons, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Then they beat Liverpool, then they beat Chelsea. But Ole, you know. Held his own. I'm just O-lay saying.
1: out, please. <laughs> Pass. Let's, let's move on. Let's no move forward. No more talk. O-lay is done.
0: Oh, my goodness. Um, There's going to be a little bit of Ole talk in this. Uh, the Liverpool-Wolves game. My goodness. Liverpool stole this at the end. Wolves with a defensive masterclass. So, what's going on? Cody, their captain, he's injured, he's wobbling, but he refuses to go off. He stays on defense for his life and has a goal line clearance against Jota.
1: Is that is that a clearance? Like to me, that was just it was a block, block, right? Like that a save. Was, that was a block, but uh, it was it. It was one of the hilarious misses that I was talking about this weekend. Like, what was Jota thinking there? Like he could have put it either side of those defenders, and it's a goal. Like there was no reason for him to just smash it straight ahead down, of, the, down the middle. <laughs> Against the defenders. That didn't make sense. And uh Jota could have scored a double in this game. I really think mm-hmm.
0: the the header, the header that the he missed, the he
1: should be putting mm-hmm. that away. Especially for some reason. He scores headers. A, a couple for of headers someone, so for, yeah for Liverpool. So I expected better for him there. And yeah, Origi comes off the bench. Sparks debates about whether he's the most... Uh, He's Posh. the greatest super sub of all sub time,
0: but we all, all know he's ugly, mm-hmm. so stop it, I mm-hmm. Uh, Dami on the podcast gave me an assignment. I I'll try to do it before next week. To, I'm going to to I'm gonna have to go. This is actually a serious project on my end, a research project. I'm gonna go watch all hundred and whatever Ole's goals. Then I have to confirm the minute he scored those goals, and what the. Scores were at the end of each game to confirm whether those goals were clutch goals that earned us a point or a win. And I found the website for that. I found on YouTube all his goals. I found the website for the minutes and everything. So I'll get back to Damian on how clutch Ole really was. Wow, if he was hate is right. real. Nah, and it's you gotta you gotta back stuff up with your numbers. I mean you can't just have all your opinions and nostalgia, right? Like, oh, I remember when you watch somebody you know their value to the team. And I said it before Origi scored. He always comes clutch for Liverpool. From the Everton goal he scored to the Champions League goal. Like he comes clutch for them. Like but... No he started the Champions
1: are... League game, so Does Um
0: that count? Is it the uh the, one against Barca. the finals one or the Barca?
1: The one against Barca.
0: Did he start it? Yeah, I think he did, because was injured, right? That's coming clutch still. But anyway, Liverpool on top of the table temporarily for Two hours, right? <laughs> two, two hours, one hour or oh, before City played. City against Watford. Routine.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure why City, City is actually on top. I thought, oh, they have more points. I thought yeah, yeah. Liverpool was second. Liverpool
0: have a lot of draws. Mm. Liverpool have a lot of draws. I don't draws. know why I thought they
1: were second, but anyways.
0: Liverpool are second. They were first until City played. So they're second now. No,
1: I mean, before before this match day weekend, I thought they were second oh, prior no, no, to this
0: no, no, no. No. game. They have four draws. You probably thought they were second because they have only one loss. So you're like, yeah, they, you've lost only one, so you're probably up there. But they have four draws. That's what's doing them. And they almost had one again. But City, routine win over Watford, what can you say? Watford did their best, I guess. It's not as bad as... I think last time they played Watford in the Premier League, they beat them, was it 8-0? Or something, something crazy like that. So Watford did their best.
1: Was that um, was that Watford or was that Southampton?
0: It was Watford. It was Watford. I remember it was Watford. I remember it was Watford because before this game, I was thinking of who to buy in City for my fantasy because I know they always whoop them.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I, know I mean, they always whoop them.
1: Bernardo Silva um, is just on another mm-hmm. level right now. His form is just like he's playing like the best player in the league right now. Um, and it's scary because I don't, I don't know uh, if De Bruyne is De Bruyne still injured?
0: I think he came in second half of that game. If that yeah, so serves.
1: so this city team hasn't even he, uh, hit full steam yet. That's true. You know, um, Foden just came back as well. Grealish, you know, hundred million finally got off the bench. Uh, so. <laughs> It's not surprising that they, they dominated Watford, but Watford made it interesting in the second half. They they they, they scored a good goal, but then they came close to actually scoring a second, and if that had gone in, who knows? Maybe okay, how that game would go. but Watford, Watford is not that a good team.
0: I have a question for you, and I don't know whether I should be gearing this towards a Mass City fan who actually watches them every week. Because um, on my conversation with my friends, I noticed... Actually, you were in the conversation as well with Adosa last week with our game against Arsenal. Not last week, but match, last match day. I realized that you don't actually know how bad a player is or how good a player is unless you watch them every single week. So that leads me to my uh, Man City question. Do you think the Bruyne is a hindrance for some players in City? Because last year when he was injured, Gundogan was balling. This year he's injured, Silver is balling. Do you think that there are too many, there's too much dependence on him when he's on the pitch? Like, okay, this is a target, man. Whatever you do, give it to De Bruyne. Let him make some stuff happen. Or no. He's their
1: best player, and I think every team will suffer in some form or another uh, by catering to whoever their best player is. The only downside to De Bruyne's game that I have noticed is he's not in the goals as much as he should be. He is still a pass-first uh, mid, whereas mm-hmm. you know he should try and be a little more aggressive in the final third and in trying to get goals, right? And that's something that Gundogan and now Bernardo Silva are all mm-hmm. doing, and we saw the the rebirth of Sterling. <laughs> uh, with with his goal and uh, performance in there, so so I do think they're still a better team with him. But it's just a testament to the depth that City has. That you know, when De Bruyne goes down, someone else steps up, and it's like
0: Did they don't miss,
1: miss a beat. Mm-hmm, they just keep mm-hmm. it going. So that just shows you how deep they are.
0: Speaking of beats, uh, we have to move on to Man Manu's game. Fred dancing after he scored the winner Pastor Fred Sunday service. And <laughs> everyone's happy. The Ralph era has began. Um, what did you think about the game? <clears throat> so
1: the Ralph era has started on a great note mm-hmm. with a win and a great performance. Not a 90-minute performance, but a great performance nonetheless. The first half was night and day between, like, the Ralph era and the the Ole era. Ole era. You know, Fred looks like a completely different player in the last two games. However, I will say, re- I remember defending Fred a lot to you before mm-hmm. he had this strange stretch of bad games this season, right? I think long, last though. season and the season was... before that, I was like, yo, Fred has actually been pretty good. But him and McTominay, I don't know. McTominay probably roughed off on him or something. And <laughs> he just became terrible. You know, he still has his deficiencies, but mm-hmm. he looks like a Ralph a Ragnick player. And he was just everywhere on the pitch today. And the amount of chances that were created, the amount of ball recoveries in the final third. Like, I, I heard somewhere that this team recovered the ball more times in the final third than any of the previous managers since Fergie. Imagine that in their whole tenure, Moyes, uh, LVG, Mourinho, Ole, in all those years, not a single game, did they win the ball back as much as we did today in a single game? After how many days of training? This is like... Training one. Just one. Just after whole <laughs> training session, right? You one. know, so... So the first half there was Holy. a lot of fluidity to the attack. Sancho was looking good. I was kind of surprised he got subbed off. Mm-hmm. You know, McTominay and Rashford were the two uh, low points for Question me. Marks. Like yeah. I, you know, Rashford is still taking too many touches and slowing down the play. Whereas you know he should just go. Like I, I don't know what has happened to him, but with some coaching, he you know he can improve. We saw the return of Greenwood with an assist. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was because he couldn't turn and shoot, but he laid it off. <laughs> <laughs> he laid it off to Fred. We also saw saw good things from Tellers and Delow. And a lot of people are saying Juan Bissaka is done. Like mm-hmm. there's no way he gets back into this team with mm-hmm. the way Delow played. I mean, Tellers might mm-hmm. postpone Shaw's uh, return, or return. he might push Shaw as well. But I think Shaw, at, Shaw at his best, probably still gets back into the team. Uh, but Juan Basaka, man, he, he's gonna have to work hard if he wants to regain his spot. But yeah. you know, uh, the second half things, so the the team sort of faded a little bit because, so you know, they weren't used to all the pressing. We're and, all tired. You know, the filter, the the the. Um, their stamina and their, their fitness levels are, are still not used to this system, right? So it will take a while. It reminds me of when Klopp joined Liverpool and, you know, his first season and a half or so, they actually experienced the same thing. If you if I remember correctly, they would press for like the first half and then they would taper off in the second half. And then they got better and they started doing it for 90 minutes, but they couldn't do it for a full season. And then eventually they could do it for a full season and that's when we saw them uh, get 97 points and eventually win the title and continue to challenge this season. So I'm I'm optimistic, you know, with the Ralph error.
0: <laughs> I'm cautiously optimistic, but we'll see how it goes. Um, you know, first first clean sheet since April. Home oh yeah, and that,
1: and that's another thing. At no point was this game in jeopardy. I know Crystal Palace had that good. That good chance where the goal the flashed, right? yeah, yeah. flashed across the, the goal, which was mm-hmm. their only good chance all game. But Zaha, where were you? Ben mm-hmm. bodied by Lindelof, soft off. You know, like the game was <laughs> controlled front to back. And I remember looking at the stats at halftime and I was like, if you said that was City that was playing today, based on those stats, people would believe you because that's how mm-hmm. much the game was under control. You know, and, and that's why I'm cautiously optimistic to see how we can build on this performances and this manager moving forward.
0: Hmm, okay, I love it. I love it. Let's see how it goes. Um, who do we have next? Uh, we have the Champions League game, but we are playing... Uh, who are we Young playing? Boys. Oh, uh, no, not... <laughs> We've qualified. For... Oh, we're playing Norwich. Oh, my goodness. That should be an easy W. That should
1: yeah, be so easy, the other thing w. is we, we actually have a good stretch of games that are winnable, like mm. six, seven games or even more, like eight games that are all winnable. So if we go on a crazy, you know, eight-game winning streak, who knows where this team will end up.
0: I would have loved to see Ole Zmayo against Brentford. It's unfortunate he got fired before the time because we're playing Brentford next after Norwich. I would have loved to see Ole's manual against Brentford, but unfortunately we can't. Uh, speaking of Norwich, we do have to move on to the next game of the weekend. It was uh, Spurs-Norwich. Spurs, easy three, nil win. Norwich missed a lot of easy chances. Manly um, takeaway, actually, got two takeaways. Second, First of all, Spurs fifth with a game in hand. If they win their game in hand, they're fourth, top four, just like that. The Antonio Conte effect. I do still have to have a debate with you guys about whether Conte would have been good for us, but that's a topic for another day. The other thing I have on this is what's going on with Kane, man? Three goals scored by Spurs, no goal or assist from him. What is going on?
1: The man is still thinking about his field... (laughs) see summer move because
0: we're in december man kept, because kept i
1: remember at the start of the season when we did like the predictions i picked kane to to be a top scorer well he's nowhere near that and i can't see <laughs> him. i can't see him recovering enough on time to 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 make a push for the golden boot so i don't know what happened to him i know in his last Uh, season there. Mourinho sort of turned him into more of a playmaker as well. Uh, so he's probably. But even then, even now, he's still playing deeper under Conte for some reason, right? So I don't know. Maybe it's it's a tactical and a position thing that's making him not score as much. But he had a good chance in this game. Yeah, yeah,
0: he had a good chance. Yeah, yeah, two. Where he the chip. And the uh, long-wing shots, right?
1: Yeah, so he, he yeah. could have still scored some goals in this game. But the thing with with strikers, you know, sometimes it's a confidence thing. You don't score for a while, and then you score a bunch in a row. So maybe the next One. goal, maybe the next time he scores, he actually goes on a scoring streak. We don't know, right. but right now it's not looking good for them. And luckily, Son is still carrying the
0: Son is carrying them all the way to fourth for hopefully for their sake. Okay, um, one question before we move on to the next game, how much do you think uh Kane would go for if it was to go in January or next season, next summer, based on this season? He's how, definitely how much do you think nef- his value has dropped. <laughs>
1: yeah, definitely, I'll get it hundred and fifty million for him. That's for <laughs> sure. But
0: what about hundred? Hundred?
1: I think he still goes for for a hundred actually because there's the English tax. Right, that players would still, assuming he stays in the Premier League, right, and mm-hmm. goes to City or something, there's the English tax there that teams would be willing to pay. And he is still proven in the Premier League, even though he has one bad season at Spurs, you know, teams would still be willing to gamble that they can bring out the best of him in a new squad under new management, right? So mm-hmm. I think he still goes for 100 mil plus.
0: Okay um newcastle first win of the season things looking up
1: (laughs) i wouldn't say things are looking up because this game again like this was one of those games where there was like a hilarious goal and a hilarious (laughs) miss as well like the keeper the norwich keeper no not norwich keeper uh who who did they uh burnley burnley the burnley keeper goes catches the ball (laughs) drops it And then uh, uh, Wilson, was it Wilson that scored? Yeah, it was Wilson, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. he now uh, pretty much uh, uh, scores in an empty net, even though there were some defenders there. But, you know, that was just a (laughs) hilarious goal for me. And then on the other end, Vidra got a good chance where Mm -hmm. he was in acres of space and he controlled the ball well, but for some reason he he lost his balance. And then (laughs) he (laughs) skied the ball, so... So those two moments in, those, in that game were hilarious to me. Uh, but yeah.
0: Okay, a very comedic weekend that just passed. A lot of weird, yeah. weird, strange goals.
1: Yeah, but I wouldn't read that much. Do you think that the goal much. should have
0: stood, though? Which one? The Newcastle one. Because Pope caught it as he was landing. He kind of landed on a Newcastle player and dropped the ball.
1: Yeah, he landed on a Newcastle player. The, if the, the Newcastle player didn't challenge, right? He was just standing mm. there. He jumped over him, caught the ball, but then, you know, when he landed on him, he lost the handle on the ball, right? And then (laughs) Wilson was like, thank you very much. (laughs) Stuck it in the the back of the net. So, yeah, 100%, I think that goal should have stood, which it did. But I wouldn't read too much into that win. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. Newcastle, they were still poor. Like, they had more chances in that game that they couldn't take advantage of. And like I mentioned, Burnley also had chances in that game as well. So who knows if they'll be able to build on this win or if it's back to <laughs> drawing and losing <laughs> after this. But
0: hey, they got their first win, um, so something for the uh, the new owners to celebrate. To look for <laughs> to pop champagne. Um, uh, speaking of popping champagne, Jared goes back to winning ways with a win over Leicester. Um, two-one win. This is another game with a lot of weird goals, but we don't have time to go over the weird goals on this one. I just want to ask. I feel like I ask a lot of what's going on questions. So, before every matchday review, you should come prepared with answers. I'm going to hit you on another one. What is going on with Leicester? Like, what is going on?
1: I, I don't know. Vardy, <laughs> Vardy was on the bench, and as far as I know, he's not injured, right? He's not coming mm-hmm, back mm-hmm. from injury, but he's no. on the bench, and he was one of their most important players, or he is one of their most important players in terms of how they play. So, for mm-hmm. him to be on the bench, maybe he's just in a <clears throat> bad run of form and... You know, Rogers is is trying to motivate him by giving other people chances. I don't know. Or maybe also Rogers is like, hey, this is my last season here anyways. I'm gonna be the next Manchester United manager. <laughs> so he's phoning he's phoning it in. And yeah, it's it's a strange one. Lester has been very poor all season and mm-hmm. but credit to to Aston Villa and and Jared. Steven Gerrard, like mm. they they definitely They're up to tenth.
0: Oh, really? Already? They're up to tenth. Yeah, yeah. So, three wins, one loss, under Gerrard.
1: Yeah, so I expect them to stay around, you know, 10, 10, 11, you know, twelve. So, mm. so Gerrard's doing a good job there so far. I think they had some tough losses uh, before before this game, so it was good for them to to win it. I, you know, they could have scored more goals. One of their goals mm. was. Um, ruled, uh yeah. was chopped off for a this foul. This guy
0: almost kicked Kasper's hand off, man. What is going on?
1: He, he did, actually. Casper <laughs> was running on the floor. I was like, that's a foul. But it happened so fast, so I can mm-hmm. see why he still went for the ball, but mm-hmm. I definitely agree with the decision that that wasn't a goal.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, last two games of the... I was about to say of the season. Last two games of the weekend... Uh, Brighton score another late goal to equalize against Southampton like they did against West Ham the week before. Everybody's still impressed with Graham Potter. Brighton continue to march on. And uh, speaking of uh, talismanic figures for teams, Bamford returns to Leeds and rescues a point last minute of the game. Yeah. <laughs> Looks I like we that. have to get him back for fantasy, man. He's been injured for a long time and they've been suffering without yeah, him. Yeah, but... after.
1: After his celebration, I don't know. It looked like he he, he, he pulled up and sat on the, the floor for a while. So like, maybe, maybe he has injured himself again, but we'll see oh if he's still no. fit. But he definitely rescued a point for them, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. Brent Ford continuing to show that they'll give anybody a game and, mm-hmm. you know, fight uh, and score goals. So they're still a team to keep your eye on. Um, but, yeah. Hopefully, Ralph is able to take them apart with ease in his 10-game <laughs> winning streak. Winning streak. Uh, is about to you heard good. it
0: here first. I mean, you calling this. Um, lastly, before we let you go, uh, Monday, by the time this airs, Arsenal-Everton's game will be happening. Um, so what's your prediction for that?
1: Uh, Ever- Everton are in a... Serious, serious swamp right now, right? <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'll say if they lose that game, uh, that that's it for Benitez. Like he he's gone for sure. Who they get? Uh, I don't know who they'll get. I mean, they they managed to get Ancelotti before he left them high and dry. <laughs> 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 that's the problem with you see. That's the challenge that these small teams have. Like even if you get a good manager, after one season, other teams will be like ah. That guy's actually still good.
0: He's still <laughs> Please, available. Come. He's still quote unquote available. He's like, no, he has a job.
1: Yeah, they, they don't he respect returns. any of these teams, you know. Like <laughs> even if he has a long-term contract, they'll be like, how much is his release clause? You know, they'll pay it. <laughs> so so I don't know who Everton can get, but if they lose to Arsenal, that'll probably be curtains for for Benitez. I do think mm-hmm. because they're at home, maybe they can they can eke out oh. a draw. But I don't see them winning that game.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I think Arsenal is going to win 2-0. 2-0?
1: Um,
0: 2-0. I'm not... I always feel so bad for clubs that lose that one talismanic figure. They've been suffering without uh Calvin Lewin. With, since his injury, they've not been doing anything, right? And who do they have on the bench? Rondon? <laughs> like, it's not... It's, like, it's, not, like, it's not really his okay. fault when you think about it like that. I'm like, bruh, it's Rondon.
1: That guy should even be retired.
0: <laughs> I don't know how he keeps getting signed. Um, No big games next week. A uh, really easy game for Man U, hopefully. Actually, uh, Gerard returns to Liverpool, eh? Uh, it's uh, Liverpool, Aston Villa, where Liverpool wow, are home. So Gerard goes back. We'll see his gonna, reception. He's so, going to have a huge
1: reception for sure.
0: Stevie G and we'll talk about that then please look out for today's not today look out for this week's debate about the greatest Premier League team of all time I think that was personally one of my favorites if not my favorite episode that we've recorded um, it's yep. very, it's, there was a uh, lot uh, of
1: bias but you know uh, it is what it is <laughs> yeah, it, it is what it is, what it is. <laughs>
0: I want. I really wanted to to hear Dosa's response to that. Unfortunately, he wasn't with us to defend his Invincibles. But we'll see how it goes.
1: Yeah, you guys were kind to to the Invincibles, but I don't <laughs> guys, that to you were there.
0: <laughs> um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for being here. Um, have a lovely rest of your day, and remember to always continue to love football. Bye bye.